Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. For people that are listening to this presentation, this is Banquet of Books, and you might be listening to it uh, even though you're not here. It is, uh, you can hear it on in other places. Anyway, this is a Banquet of Books. My name is Joni Leonard. I'm the facilitator. Today is January 14, 2024, our first meeting of the year. And I welcome everyone, as you always know, that I love having people come to banquet. And, um, okay, Alan. Okay. Okay. I think I said hello to everybody except for David F. Uh, welcome, David. Uh, and, okay, we got 11 people here. Uh, I want everybody to have a chance to talk about your books. Don't give a super long book report on each book. Don't tell us about every book you've read the last two months. I mean, <laughs> keep, 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 keep the numbers manageable and be mindful of your other participants so that everybody will have a chance to talk. Don't talk over people when they're going. I, I know if you want to, if you want to, you know, praise them after they're done, wait for a long pause before, you know, because not, I, I'm an easygoing guy, but nothing irritates me more in these meetings for people to talk over one another. It's rude. And, you know, it's, you know, the book groups go a lot better if, if we behave and act politely. So, uh, 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 and, and, and with that said, I'm going to call on Joni first, since she's the boss and the facilitator, and I know she likes to go first, So, uh, and, and then I'm going to go in reverse alphabetical order for those who wonder why you may not be getting called on. So, uh, uh, that's the plan for the day. So, Joni, take it away. Okay. The book that I want to talk about is called A Daughter's Deadly Deception, the Jennifer Pan story, and it's by Jerry Grimaldi, G-R-I-M-A-L-D-I. It's the kind of a book I couldn't put down. Um, I don't know the book number. I couldn't find it. Um, it was a book that was, um, I guess, given to the NLS by uh, probably the CNIB in Canada. Uh, and there should be a book number, but I, I, I think I downloaded this book a long time ago and found it. And this is quite a story. It's about a girl who, at, as a very young child, her mother started um, taking her to doctors, saying that she had all these different diseases and different problems and um, was always with her, wouldn't let her really grow up. And that was Jennifer was the girl. And as Jennifer grew older, she really, she had a love-hate relationship with her mother. She thought her mother was really trying to help her. But then her mother, as she grew older, her mother wouldn't let her go out. She wouldn't let her have friends. It was really very tough for this girl. Um, so when she was a teenager, maybe even before that, she decided she really wanted to be on her own. She tried to leave from time to time, but they always brought her back. Um, she 
knew she was not that ill. But her mother was trying to get money from any place she could for the family to live on. The father was working, but he was not making enough money to satisfy the mother. So Jennifer decides that she doesn't know how she's going to do it. But she wants to kill her mother. So time goes by. She gets to be older. Her mother's still ruling her life. And she, Jennifer hatches a plan so that she gets some people that she knows to find people that are killers. And I'm not going to tell you the rest of it, but it is mind-boggling. I really loved this book. I mean, I was not happy with Jennifer, but, well, you'll see, it's a 13 and some hour book, and it really is worth it. I just, I really enjoyed it. I shouldn't say that, but I did. Anyway. Give us the title one more time. Yeah. A Daughter's Deadly Deception. Daughter's Deadly Deception. Oh. You and got the, the letter. Yeah, from, yeah. Go ahead. Wow. The author? The, the author is Grimaldi. G-R-I-M-A-L-D-I. Well, Joni, is this fiction or nonfiction? You know what? It's hard to know. Mm, um, okay. It really... Yeah. I think it really is nonfiction, but it comes across as a novel and but I think I think it really I don't know okay well okay. you gotta you gotta love the book with with such okay. alliteration in the title mm. so I can say so yeah that's it okay okay yeah. so is is that all Joni or is that all the books you it's, want to talk about it's unbarred and I couldn't find the number yeah okay we'll we'll, we'll, we'll look into that if we end up having time maybe I can look it up to uh, okay. But okay, so it's um, actually nonfiction. I sorry, oh, I didn't mean to talk over that. you, Alan. But I have it on my stream. I haven't gotten to it yet, Joni. That's so okay, it's nice Sherry. to know it's good, I, I but it is nonfiction. Mark. I put a black mark. There was mark a movie. Name, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that was there fine. was, was there was a movie. Thank also. you, Sherry. Okay. Okay. All right, moving right along. If that's the only book you want to discuss, Joni. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Okay. Subway Steve, your turn. All right, I'll make this quick. I got three books. The first one is The Lost Worlds of 2001, Arthur C. Clarke. It's DB07786. It basically talks about him and Stanley Kubrick and how they coordinated to make the screenplay, but he has a lot of unpublished. I, I loved it as a writer because it. I love the alternatives that weren't published, and it's like, this guy can really write. It was just really cool to, to see how the process is and how things don't get published and a screenplay is way different than a novel. And the second book is Turing's Cathedral, um, some, the evolution of the digital, I don't know the subtitle, it's DB76241. Mm -hmm. It's basically the history of the Institute of Advanced Studies at Princeton. And the big takeaway from it is that if it wasn't for the hydrogen bomb and the government, we wouldn't have computers as we know them today. And computers were heavy. They weighed tons. They took tubes. They, they didn't work reliably. They, people had to crawl around and fix. Every, daily, the computers would always fail. And I took computer science years ago. And one thing I never learned in school is in 1679, the idea of, binary zeros and ones you know without getting too technical came was some guy developed a system where you would use marbles it's like this is this, this is like way ahead of their time and it was kind of technical in some points but the stories of the people you know of course alan turing which they didn't dwell on it too much but they talked about john Nor von neumann was a well-known mathematician and he ran the thing 
and the Institute. And it was just fascinating to see where we came from and how, how we got to where we are today. And the final last book I read was Hell House 68, DB 68106. Um, I don't remember the author. I, uh, but anyway, it, it's definitely, in my opinion, was a classic haunted house novel. There, there are descriptions of sex and violence, but I didn't think, you know, this is my personal opinion, it was overdone. It was there and they moved right along. It was definitely a roller coaster of a book. And, you know, it moved right along so you didn't get stuck anywhere. I just loved the characters. And uh, it was basically a physicist and a medium. We were in the house and the, a man survived from the 1940s. I guess there were two other incidents in the house. And you either died or went insane. So it was a really tricky how the interplay of, you know, the spiritual world and the, from beyond and the, the way of science and it, I just thought it was a great book. Um, I, in my opinion, it's like a must-read if you're into haunted house kind of things. And that's about it. Okay, Thank excellent, you, Steve. Steve. Yeah, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. Well done. Uh, a good short summary and uh, and and good descriptions. Thanks so much. Okay, Sherry Wells. Okay. Well, um, this next Friday, we're going to be reading The Paris Daughter by Kristen Harmel in Novel Ideas. And coincidentally, about a month ago, I read another book by hers called The Book of Lost Names, DB100408. This was a fantastic book. I'm going to continue to read this author. It's about um, a mother and daughter who flee Paris during the Nazi occupation when the Nazis show up and take the dad away and they flee to a small town near the Swiss border where the daughter who's an adult becomes a forger and helps forge documents to get Jewish children across the border into Switzerland and it's just really really good the characters are really well developed you won't like the mother at all she's kind of a shrew always bitching at her daughter about you know why did we leave and why don't you go after your dad and blah 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 and you're wasting your time and just incredible but the daughter's really likable the priest where she's working is really likable and there's a bunch of other really great characters so it's really well worth reading again the book of lost names Kristen harmel h-a-r-m-e-l db100408 the second thing i'm going to mention i read this a long time ago and it's dean Kuntz's frankenstein series and a friend of mine is reading it now which reminded me how much i liked it and maybe i'll reread it there's five books in this so i'm not going to talk about all of them it's as you know dean Kuntz is known for horror but i don't remember this series being particularly graphic and gross and disgusting or anything. It's about a guy in New Orleans who, as the title implies, wants to start creating people in his own image. And um, my favorite characters, there's a couple of cops, a man and a woman who try to investigate this and break it. And their banter is just remarkable and fun and it puts a whole nother spin on the story. The first book I will give you is Prodigal Son. And the DB number is... Uh, five nine six nine nine and i know five books sounds really daunting but these are definitely can't put it down books and that's it there there aren't any made-up snakes falling out of ceilings are there <laughs> i don't remember any snakes on a ceiling but okay. i don't mind right. snakes that much so i might not okay. i might have okay. overlooked them we've got, we got certain readers <laughs> that might have a pro that might have a problem with that so i'm just asking so. okay all right all right so thank, thank you Sherry. Sherry. Sure. Outstanding. Very good. Okay, let's see. Shelly Kane. Okay, can you all hear me? Yes. yes. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you. I have two books. I was going to start with four, but you know what? I really want to I really want to uh, give a good summary of these two books. Um, one I got free on Audible, and then the other one I bought with a credit. Unfortunately, um, the first book I'm talking about is practically brand new. Um, it came out in October of 2023. It's called Husband and Wife by K. L. Slater, S-L-A-T-E-R. I'm really loving this author. I'm very surprised they don't have her on bar. They've only got one book. Um, I keep asking the library to put them up because they're so good. Um, you cannot put this book down. It, it starts out, it, it takes place in England. 
And it's about a husband and wife. They're a young couple. They have a son. And it starts out that the, they bring the, the baby over to the um the Parker and Luna, the, the parents. They bring them to Parker's parents' house to stay the night because they supposedly have a dinner dance to go to. And the husband and wife actually get into an accident that night. And during this, I don't want to tell you everything, but during the book, you're going to find out tons and tons of secrets and lies that you you never saw coming. Um, this book is very unpredictable. You're, you're never going to know what happens until the very end, which I like. Um, he gets in an accident. There's a murder involved. You don't know if one of them did it or someone else did. A young girl is murdered. Um, you're going to find out things about um, Parker and Luna. Parker's parents and Luna's parents as well. And I don't want to say any more because I don't I don't want to give anything away. You will not be able to put it down. You can get it on like Kindle or Libby or even Bookshare, I think, but along with Audible. Um, my second book is called The Child Next Door. This came out in 2018 and it's by Shalini, S-H-A-L-I-N-I. Boland, B-O-L-A-N-D. Um, it's it, it's a, a non-put it's a put non-put-downable psychological suspense thriller with a brilliant twist. And this is another book where I never saw it coming. Um, I could not put it down. It starts out it takes place in England as well. Um, this couple lives in a cul-de-sac. They all know each other basically, and they have a baby. And how the book starts out is the woman is, you know, her husband works a lot. She's a teacher. And I guess in Europe, you get like nine to 12 months off when you have a baby, which I didn't know. Um, she's got a six-month-old child and the baby's sleeping. She starts hearing voices in her monitor and she's hears somebody say, take the baby. So, you know, of course, she gets really scared, runs up and checks on her daughter. Her daughter's okay. Throughout this book, things are going to happen that she keeps hearing. You're going to think she's going crazy. Um Everybody is trying to make her look bad, that she can't take care of her child. Um, she, her husband did have an affair many years back, and it, it keeps going. You're going to think he's having an affair again, which he's not. Um, the, the, there's things going on with the neighbors that you're never going to see coming. So I won't say anything more. Um, basically, I will say it's it's not going to be what you think. You, you're going to think it is her. It's not her and the least. And you won't find out until the very end. So that those are my two books. Very good. Thank you, Shelly. Joni, sure. comments? Thank, thank you, Shelly. And yeah. I've read a lot of Shalini Boland. And me I too. love her books. Yes, me too. I'm, they're very addictive. How could you not like an author with a name like Shalini? I mean, come I know, on. right? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Michelle Bernstein. Okay, well, I heard your speech, so I'm going to do my three books very, very quickly. Um, usually, usually I'm, not I worried. I'm not worried about you, Michelle. Go ahead. <laughs> usually I don't have three books, but today I actually do. Um, so the first one is called Diva, and the author is Daisy Goodwin, G-O-O-D-W-I-N. Um, it's a new book. It's a historical fiction book. And um, it's narrated by Lorelai King, who is a new narrator to me. Um, it's the story of Maria Callas, who I knew a tiny little bit about. And basically, it, it kind of tells you mostly about her life after she becomes famous. She had a kind of a difficult upbringing, and it talks about it a little bit in the book, but not that much. And a lot of the book deals with her uh, touring, her performances. She meets a lot of rich and famous people. You'll recognize a lot of names in the book. Um, and of course, her relationship with Aristotle Anassis, which is a lot, a lot of the book. Um, and I would say it was, it was decent. It wasn't great historical fiction, but it's, it's entertaining. And I think particularly if you like opera, which I, I do not, but if you particularly like opera, might be interesting. Um, the second book is, um, so we read in Alan's group last year, we read The Maid and by Nita Prose. Oh my God, I love The Maid so much. So the second book came out in the series. It's called The Mystery Guest by Nita, Nita Prose. It came out, I think, in November. So of course I had to listen to this book right away. 
Um, Lauren Ambrose, who was the narrator of The Maid, it returns uh, to narrate this one. And she's just as good as she was in the first one. Um, the Maid, Molly the Maid, she changes quite a bit in the story. She's not the same Molly that I remember from the first book. So if you read The Mystery Guest, you might see some changes in her personality, um, but it's the same kind of setting. The the um, in this case, the there's a murder in the hotel where she works. Um, a famous author has been murdered, and it turns out that her grandmother, who died in the first book, comes back a lot in flashbacks because her grandmother had actually worked for this author as a housekeeper years and years ago. Um, so it was nice having her grandmother come back again. She's she's a really lovely character. Most of the characters in the book are really lovely. But the first book, Molly was in real peril. And this one, she's a little bit more of an investigator. So it was a little bit of a change. Okay, third book. This book is phenomenal. I'm reading it right now. It is not gonna be for everybody, but if you like historical fiction, this book is so immersive um, and it is. it takes place during World War II. It takes place in the Warsaw Ghetto. So, you know, it's not going to be a happy ending. Um, but I, I've not read such a good historical fiction book in, in a long time. It's called uh, We Must Not We Must Not Think of Ourselves by Lauren Grotstein, G-R-O-D-S-T-E-I-N. It is not yet on Bard, but it is in process on Bard. So it will show up eventually. Um, it has a multicast narration, which they're so good. I, I don't recognize any of the names, but they're so good. I actually feel as I'm listening to this book, like I am in the Warsaw ghetto. It's, there's a lot of terrible things that are happening so far, but you don't witness them. You just hear about them, but I'm guessing at the end, you're going to witness them. Uh, Cause how could you not? <laughs> and whatever. So if you can deal with this setting, um, this is a great book. This is really, really a great book. Um, so I'll go through them again. Diva by Daisy Goodwin. Um, the Mystery Guest by Nita Prose. And then We Must Not We Must Not Think of Ourselves by Lauren Grotstein. Thank you. Outstanding, Michelle. And you didn't go over your time limit. So no, you don't get any points taken <laughs> away. Very, very, I appreciate very nice. it. Very nice. Okay. Thank you, see. Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. And um, you didn't tell us whether the books are on Bard or Bookshare or so. Okay, so the um, the third book by Lauren Grotstein is in process on Bard, um, so right. it will be on Bard. The mystery guest, I'm guessing, is going to come on Bard, but when I checked it, it was not yet in process. And then Diva by Daisy Goodwin, I'm guessing she's pretty well-known historical author. I'm guessing there's a good shot. So I listen to them all as commercial books, but I would put money that they're all on, on Bookshare. Okay. Did you listen to them on Audible or which? Uh... I, I don't use Audible. I use a different service called Libro FM because it's easier for me to transfer them to my Victor Rita stream than Audible. I have a hard time with Audible, um, okay. but it's the same book. It's the same book. It's a good service. Yeah, yeah it, it, is. Is. it is. It is good. And I think it, it, it that's someone that tries to support local local booksellers, I think. Yeah, yeah. Is that the, yes, I, I have yeah. designated yeah. a local bookstore to get. Yeah. You no, know, I don't buy print books, but I, I have right. designated. Yeah, they do. Very good. Very good. Okay. Mary, you, Sue, Mary Sue Welch. Well, hello, everybody. And a lot of the authors that you've been talking about, I've been reading at different times. I love Shalini Bowen. Uh, the book I'm going to talk about today is on Bard, and the number is DB115594. And it is called The Girl Behind the Gates. It starts, it is a, a true story. Well, it's a how do you say that? It's a it's a true story, but a lot of it is fictional. The names and everything have all been changed. Ramona Clay. Maybe. Anyway, uh, it starts in 1939 with this young woman who is 17 years old and in England and of a good family. 
and she gets pregnant. And then after she gets pregnant, uh, one of the housemaids knows that she's pregnant and gives her some quinine tablets, which are supposed to help her abort, but they don't. And so she is determined to be a moral defective and is sent to this hospital. It's a mental hospital um, and a sort of prison for people who are moral defectives. And she is there for 46 years. Um, there are several doctors who work with her. Uh, when she has her baby, she didn't know. They didn't let her see the baby. And in this place, I mean, it was not a gentle place. They left the baby out on a table uncovered uh, so she would die. And she died pretty soon. For a long time, our main character didn't know about that. But once she learned it, she was constantly at the baby's grave and trying to think of things to do. Toward the end of the book, she gets a new psychiatrist whose name is Janet. And Janet helps her to rebuild her life so that at the by the end of the book, uh, she has bought herself a little house and has a dog, which is something she wanted. And you get to find out who it is who impregnated her. She would not tell, but it's a big surprise. And that's mine. Okay, is that the only one you have? Yeah, I'm just going to do one. Okay. Joni, comments? Thank you. You know, that story sounds very familiar. I wonder if I've read it. It sounds so familiar to me. I know. It's, it's, I think it was um, a, nine, a 2018 or 19 book. Was and it true? What's the title again? Yes. Uh, the Girl Behind the Gates. It is truth, but some of it is is fictional, like the names and Sad. the places. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Yes. Correct. Thank you, Mary Sue. Excellent. Okay. Next up, Jana Latrell. Okay. My my book is called Honor by 3D Umrigar. 3D is T-H-R-I-T-Y and Umrigar is U-M-R-I-G-A-R and it's D-B-1-0-6-6-1-0. I almost chose this book for Fiction Old and New last month. I really, really enjoyed it. The, the main character of this book's name is Smita. She's a journalist who grew up in India and goes to live in New York, but she gets called back to India by her friend to report on a situation where a Hindu woman, Meena, has married a Muslim and her brothers are very unhappy about that and they kill Meena's husband. So uh, Smita is, uh, so Meena is uh, Sue. Is, takes her brothers to trial and uh, Smita is reporting on the situation as it progresses and she reports on the results of the trial. So this book deals with Smita's love-hate relationship with India and tells the story of why her family left. And it also talks about the conflict between the Hindus and Muslims and what it means on a day-to-day -day basis. So, for example, Hindus can't go into Muslim villages or even touch a Muslim. And I don't want to give any more away, but this book has a really great ending. I love this book, and I want to continue reading more by this author. So, that's it. So, I really, I really like names and stuff. 
What was that author's name again? <laughs> it's yeah, uh, her first name is Thritty, T-H-R-I-T-Y, and her last name is Umrigar, U-M-R-I-G-A-R. So, Thritty Umrigar. Do you great know what, name. What, what, what nationality she is? I mean, what country she's uh, it's, from? She's Indian. In, Indian. Indian. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that that didn't really sound like what I would think an Indian name would sound like, but but what do I know? So yeah. Okay. Well, good. Okay. Yeah. Thank, you know, thank, I just and, wanted I just wanted to mention I read her most recent book uh, called The Museum of Failure. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. very good. It was real. It had like every issue known to mankind in this book, and mm-hmm. it was it was really terrific. Well, I'm gonna have to read some 3D Umrigar because I mean I love that name. So anyway, okay, <laughs> okay. It's very well. Good books. Okay. Outstanding. Thank you, Jana. Very good. You're okay, welcome. let's Joey. And yes. that sounds so good. That's that's the kind of the book that I like to read. There are some people I thought that... about you. <laughs> Thank you, Jana. Okay. Some people that suggest books that are right on my my what should I call it? Books that I want to read and will read. List. So thanks, oh. Jenna. Okay. That's why All I right. love this banquet. I'm All sorry, right. Alan. No, no, that's okay. You're you're the boss. I'm 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 just here to help. So okay. Uh Deanna Noriega. <laughs> okay. Ellen, you'll like this name too. <laughs> okay. So this book is by Mariki Nikel. Oh, and my goodness. The Excellent. name is M-A-R-I-E-K-E. Last name is N-I-J-K-A-M-P. <laughs> and wow. the book title is This Is Where It Ends. And it's not a recent book, but fairly recent. It's it's DB86627. And it's about a contemporary topic about a school shooting. And it follows four kids at a high school in in a fairly calm community. Um, nothing much happens there. Um, one is is on the track team. One is um, uh see two of us one of the girls is in the auditorium where the shooting begins there's all of these different activities there's teachers there's all sorts of people in it all from their viewpoint one skipped school and is in the principal's office trying to look at somebody's record because he wants to find out why his sister is afraid of a kid that's coming back to school that day um, you know, so the, they're all different places in the building. They're all um, doing their own high school thing, pulling pranks, doing whatever high school kids do when a shooter um, starts shooting people. So um, that's that one. This is where it ends. Um, she apparently is um, of quite a prolific writer in the um, young adult uh, genre. The next book is um, a nonfiction book based on history, but it would be what I would cr- call a creative, uh, creative nonfiction because although they have reasons for everything they put in the book, some of it is inf- inferred rather than actually documented. And it is called America's First Daughter by Stephanie Dre and Laura uh, Kemwa. And it is about um, Patsy Jefferson. And it follows her from childhood through old age. And you learn a lot about Jefferson, a lot about the times, a lot about how people, which I thought was interesting because it's sort of what we're doing now where people believe things and yet they don't do anything about it and other people uh, 
you know, come at things sideways. And it's it's just about the human the human capacity for screwing things up, <laughs> basically. Um, but it is an interesting historical. And the last one I had is um, I went on a binge um, last year trying to read all of the Josie Quinn detective stories because we read one of them sometime earlier last year and I finished the last three this year so um, I'll just pick one um, The Drowning Girls by Lisa Regan it's 116337 and um, one of the detectives that works with Josie Quinn comes to her house, interrupts a family party and drags her off to look at something because he thinks there's something bad to happen, but he doesn't, he's not sure. And he needs to talk it over with her because he is a younger detective and he really respects her. And it of course unwinds from there where he did some things he shouldn't have done because he was afraid and panicked and she has to unravel it and save this missing girl so um that he's that he's uh in a relationship with so that's that one um like most of the Josie Quinn stuff she runs around she's your kind of girl Ellen she <laughs> absolutely yeah. runs around getting herself in the middle of stuff and mm -hmm. uh, gets bruised and battered but she ultimately takes down the bad guys <laughs> so, absolutely yep she kicks butt that's exactly yeah. right yep yeah so um it's Ellen's kind of book yeah. so and it's my favorite on. series <laughs> yeah, Line well, two. I, well, I Line finally two. finished it. <laughs> At least well, all the ones they have on Bard. That's great, fantastic. So, I want to second America's first daughter. I read that a while back, and it is really excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we read that actually in fiction, old and new, probably or could be six, seven years ago. Oh, maybe that's but when I read yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's where I think <laughs> you read it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it Very is a good book. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So. Well, I love the I love the Josie Quinn books too, and uh, each one of them is so so good. So, thank you for. I don't know if I read that one or not. So thanks, Deanna. Okay, okay Alan. David O'Shea, you're up. Yes. Hello. I think someone actually mentioned this book in a previous banquet of books, but I'm going to mention it again. The book is by Alan Ladd. It is the book spy, DB116485. It intrigued me because it was a different look at World War II. Several of you have mentioned World War II. It is very topical at the moment. Many historic uh, fiction novels relate to World War II in one regard or another. Some go at it from unique angles. And this was one of those unique angles. Maria Alves is the daughter of a German and a Portuguese parent. She speaks six languages and works at the New York City Public Library, the main library, the famous one on 42nd Street with the lions, the library where you do not take a book out. It's a world-class reference and research library akin in quality to the Library of Congress. In this book, Maria is determined to be included in a special unit that is going to neutral countries such as Portugal or Liechtenstein or Switzerland. And of course, with her Portuguese parentage, she wants to go to Lisbon. While there, she wants to be able to look for uh, materials that have been published by the Axis powers, things such as maybe a listing of German factories and their addresses and what they produce. She would then put that on microfilm, send it out by plane to Great Britain to be processed <clears throat> by their intelligence and shared, of course, with America. The book was interesting in that some of the historic details I checked were very accurate. Vincent Astor was indeed married to one of the famous Cushing sisters. 
uh, a guy named Ben Robertson was on the plane that crashed. Maria is on the same plane that crashes. It's a Yankee flying boat that crashes into the Tagus River on February 22nd, 1943. One of the actresses who actually survived, Jane Froman, her story was later made into the movie with a song in my heart starring Susan Haywood. I liked it because it was atmospheric and because I had never heard of anybody going to neutral countries to scout for Axis material, which would then be microfilmed and sent back for processing by Allied Intelligence. Again, the title is The Book Spy by Alan Ladd, DB116485. If you're a fan of Kate Quinn, Marie Benedict, or Pam Genoff, According to what I've read, you would probably like this title. Okay. Sherry Wells, do you want to comment about Alan Ladd or uh, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, just that we read The Long Flight Home and everybody really liked that. So yeah, this is on my right. list. I just haven't yeah. gotten to this one yet. Very good. That was good. Okay. <clears throat> is, is, is that all, David? Yes. I just had okay. one. Okay. Thank Very you, good. David. So, Short so thing. now. It's uh, Sally Rosenthal, and I guess I could say we saved the best for last, but since I'm coming after her, I guess I'll say we saved the best for penultimate. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and if y'all don't know what penultimate means, it means next to last. So go ahead, Sally. Okay. Um, I'm happy to say no snake fell out of the kitchen ceiling in this book. <laughs> but the author does point out that there are a lot of metaphorical Evil Serpents in Washington at this time. I'm reading Oath and Honor by Liz Cheney, and oh. her last name is C-H-E-N-E-Y. I never read political bestsellers by politicians, but my friend Anita, whose parents are Holocaust survivors, told me I have to read this book. So I don't argue with Anita. I just order it from Audible. And I have to say, um, this is a very clear-sighted account of what happened on January 6th and how if people don't stand up and take note of what's going on in this country, we could lose our democracy. Yes. Um, it may not be on everybody's reading list. I never thought I'd be reading a book by um, a Republican, to be quite honest. But I like Liz Cheney. She stands up and she speaks the truth that no matter what it costs her. So, um, and she narrates the book on Audible. So um, I highly recommend it. Well, there may not have been any snakes in the ceiling, but there were a lot of snakes in the book. In the yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Plenty of them in Washington. Number for sure. that. And a lot of them are still there. She got it from Audible. No, it's just she doesn't have oh, a book number yeah, I got, for it. I got it yeah. from Audible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's one book I might yeah. actually read tonight. I probably okay. wouldn't read a Republican book either, but it sounds like a good one. Okay. Kelly, I'm so glad to hear this, that so many of, of us are Democrats. Yes. <laughs> I thought I can have is... a disability and not be a Democrat. Exactly. Um, Ellen is Ellie uh, is is Dick is is uh, Liz Cheney Dick Cheney's daughter. We're just wondering. Indeed, yes, she yeah. is. Yes. Okay, yeah. thank you, thank you. I didn't know that. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sally. I didn't. I didn't mean to take your question there. But, uh, uh, sure, yeah. you did. How do I respond to that? Okay, let's see. So, so, all right. So, so that that's the only book you don't want to talk about, Rebecca or Manderley or anything like that. I guess. Yeah, that's the only one. Although I hear Manderley's nice this time of year, especially if you live in the cold area of the country. Okay. All right. So, uh, 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 Joni, Joni, do you have comments? Well, I want to read this book. I don't know where it's available except for Audible, but um, I, I'm sure they'll make it to Bard. Yeah, it'll be a, yeah. It'll I, make I, it I think, yeah. It, Joni, I think yeah. this book is going to be on all platforms. It's just yeah, a I, while. yeah. I'm expect. sure it will be. Well, I think it um, is on Bard. When we see news about Trump, and it makes us want to, shall I say, throw up, uh, everybody ought to become a Democrat. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
Okay. So I guess it's my turn. And since uh, uh, it's time for the entertainment portion of the meeting. So I thought, okay, I've not not been reading any books except for uh, book club books. And I don't like to talk about those at banquet. So I thought, okay, Alan, you can come. You can talk about a, a, a Jack Reacher book that you've read 15 times and have no doubt already mentioned 15 times on banquet. Or you, you could you could mention the one you're reading for Novel Ideas, which is this coming Friday, and it's called The Paris Daughter. And I'm going to tell you guys, so when I was talking with a friend about various Paris books, I was trying to think of the name of the Novel Ideas book, and I thought, Paris apartment, Paris wife, the Paris this, the Paris. I thought there are damn too many books that are the Paris something or other. So I said to myself, Alan, if you ever wondered if Alan has too much time on his hands, yes, I do. And I'm going to show you, I'm going to tell you how unequivocally I can prove that. I went to, I went to the, to the NLS website and I searched for the Paris in quotes and I got all the list of all the Paris books that they have on Bard, but I didn't stop there. I thought, okay, I'm going to copy the titles of each of them into a notepad document. So I copied and pasted all the titles into a notepad document. And then I thought, I mean, how do I know how many there are? Because, you know, my screen reader is not telling me how many I've got in the list. And I can't figure out how to in notepad to make it give me line numbers. Oh, no. So I, I, I so I, I opened it in a, a utility I have called Notepad Plus Plus, and no, I couldn't figure out how with Notepad Plus Plus to turn it on. So I copied and pasted it into Microsoft Word, and I said, <laughs> yeah. oh, "Okay, I know there's a way in Word to show line numbers." So I, I, I turned on the line numbers in Microsoft Word, but, but would Fusion read those line numbers to me? No, it did not read the line numbers to me. So I had to actually go into Word and tell it to turn on uh, item numbering. You know, like you bullet, you bullet list, or you can pay you number list and stuff. And then I was able to get the the list of them. And there's 22 books that begin the Paris something or other. So if you want to know about Paris architects, you want to know about Paris architects, Paris booksellers, Paris libraries, Paris, you know, children. The Paris years, they're all over the place. So I got to get my butt to Paris because they're apparently having a lot more fun than I am down in Mississippi. But anyway, so uh, I have a question for you, Alan. Yeah. Why, why didn't you put this list in Excel? You're an Excel god. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure when you when you paste into Excel that it's necessarily going to put them like row after row it, and stuff. Uh, uh, it, it, it probably would. You're probably right. But uh, it might put it all in one cell. You're right. But I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just wasn't sure, but Hey, that's something else I can spend a, you know, a, an hour on. Yeah. I'll do that next year. Thank you. Since I didn't Alan, already I waste think you need time. a new hobby. I, 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 I do. I need a new hobby. Thanks, Sally. Okay. Well, I, I, I think everybody's gone. Do we have any other comments before before we end the meeting? Did somebody else have a I last have a, see? I have a, I have a question. What's okay. the book for the What's the book for the mystery book club? The Clue to Cabin Sleep Six. Oh, that oh, is good. Thank you. Did you hear, did thank you hear you. that? Oh, good. Okay, yeah. And then yeah, um, so, well, I need hunger. Do you, do you need the number? I've got the number. No, I have it um okay. in my best list list of books to read, but I couldn't okay. remember what the title was. This is up your alley, Joni. <laughs> this is going to be a Joni book. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're discussing if the creek don't rise Tuesday night at Worlds of Books. Yeah. And um. Yeah. At Novel Ideas on Friday, we're discussing the Paris daughter. So you know, get to Paris and you know, and and read that if you if you have time, or pick one of the other twenty two books with Paris in the title. And uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, 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 I I I guess we're done. So uh, uh, so, Alan, thanks. I have one more question. Uh-huh. And all the Paris books were mm-hmm. there. Two books called the Paris Apartment. 
There are two Paris the apartment oh. books. There are two the Paris secret books. So okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, if it's got Paris in the title, baby, it's out there. So, it's out know, there. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, so anyway. Uh, okay. I just want to say one more thing as a facilitator. Our next meeting is in February. The second Sunday is the 12th. And if anybody remembers, it's Lincoln's birthday. Okay. Excellent. Another great banquet of books, Joni. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank so. you. Actually, well, the second Sunday is the 11th. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was too. Oh. Yeah, I didn't want to see anything. Oh, it yeah. is? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, oh, okay. I looked at the at the new Library of Congress calendar that I just got, and I thought it was the 12th. Well, I'm going to have to look again. <laughs> and, oh, you know what? I know what happened. They sent the calendar for 2023. Yes, oh. they did. I got the same oh. thing. That was oh. very helpful. Very wow. helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, yeah, and it's so, yeah. Thank goodness yeah, yeah. it's over. <laughs> So sorry to well, sorry to quote back. Eddie Murphy from Trading Places, but yeah, that, that was very helpful. Yeah, it's a, yeah it's a, but anyway, uh, so we'll just okay. turn the clock back to net last year. Yeah, no. not. <laughs> let's not. So, yeah, let's so, not. So so come on February eleventh, and and, and 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 tell us about your books. And so okay. the eleventh the eleventh is right. Is right? Is that right? The second Sunday yes. is eleventh. Right? Yep, okay. mm -hmm. great. I yeah, can I'm, I'm looking at my calendar yeah. right now. That's why yeah. I, I was going, no, wait a minute. That isn't right. <laughs> well, I don't look at calendars. I ask Odessa and she always yeah. tells me. So, yeah. So, yeah. We can still way. toast Lincoln a day early. So. Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah. 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 Just Absolutely. because it's his actual birthday, I think, <laughs> on the 12th. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Okay, <clears throat> okay yeah. guys. I want to thank everybody for coming in. It's really been a good banquet. I, I just am so thrilled that people love my banquet because it is fun for me and that we have so many people that come in every month. That is such a thrill. Anyway, take care of every, take care, everybody. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you in February. Okay. All right. Let's right. see you on Ellen's meeting. And, and it's fun for all of us. Yep. Yep. So, okay. Yes. Very okay. much so. Okay, guys. Everybody take care. Stay safe. Stay yeah. warm. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye -bye. Stay warm. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone.